to Enterprise. Lock on transporters. Beam is up. Scotty. If everything goes according to plan, don't beam us up. Beam me up. Energize. Hello and welcome to Pod Me Up Scotty, a podcast where two idiots rewatch all of Star Trek in chronological order. This idiot is Andrea. And this one is Ashin. <laughs> oh my god. Today. Today, bros and sis and pals, mm-hmm. we are discussing the 18th episode, Acquisition, when intergalactic pirates board the Enterprise and stun the crew, unaffected trip is the only one able to stop them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the episode. Thank you for <laughs> Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Ocean. Oh, I don't like saying your name. Also. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts? Okay, so first things first. I think I'm correct in saying that I've seen a lot more of the Ferengi than you have. Yep. Because they generally appear in, in later... Well, not later series, earlier series, but that are set later in the chronology. Yeah. And I hate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're capitalist curves. And they're... Ugly. Ugly. I was going to say, they're unpleasant to look at. Yeah, great character design, but they're so ugly. Yeah. So I generally don't like the Ferengi, and I don't like episodes that feature... The Ferengi. Having said that, this is probably my favorite episode that features Ferengi because they're bad guys and they're treated as such. Yeah. Are they portrayed as good guys later on? I don't want to get into. I don't want to spoil later shows, but there are definitely episodes and series where there may be more regular Ferengi characters mm-hmm. who are. Not necessarily antagonistic all the time, yeah. Well, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that. Well, it's okay, because we've got decades to wait before we get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I generally like this episode. I was slightly disappointed. I thought we were going to get a full-on trip does die hard episode, but we don't, which was disappointing. This is still Star Trek. It's still Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, it was a solid episode. It It's a bit more fun and lighthearted than previous episodes. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I was going to... I'm not... I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed, but I was kind of disappointed for you that Trip did eventually pull on a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean he has to wear normal clothes? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a good episode, it's an enjoyable episode. It's not 
it's not too sci-fi heavy it's not too you know it doesn't bring up any moral questions like previous episodes it's just a fun entertaining episode and i think it was successful at that yeah no for sure yeah i also thought that i think this probably not the ferengi are probably in the original series but i don't remember i don't think they are yeah, because, like, I think my only exposure to them is Enterprise. So, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, because we, we discussed this before, when you had said that you had seen them in previous series, and I was surprised, and now I'm not. Because my understanding was that they were first introduced in TNG. Mm-hmm. But having seen this episode, and... I believe there is mention, perhaps, in TNG that there was a meeting with them way back in the early days of Starfleet, but I I could be just kind of retroactively creating that memory for myself. But yeah, I don't think they're in the original series. I think their first TV appearance was in TNG, and then this is their first, I suppose, chronological appearance. Yeah, so whether or not this was the first time that I watched them, or saw them, or met them, or not, I still don't like them. I like the character design, as I said. I think it's unique and not just adding a little bit of prosthetic to the nose. Yeah. (laughs) But they're so ugly. They are so stupid. Easily manipulated. But I guess they made Trip look like a hero, so thank you. Yeah. I mean, he do- he does get help in the end. Yeah. And I have questions about their plan and when they actually come up with it. But we can get to that. I think they just wing it, honestly. But, like, don't they... I'm pretty sure at the end, Archer asked, did the plan go to... No, did it go to plan? <laughs> and Trip <laughs> says, yeah. And so I got the impression that it was Archer's plan. But I can't remember them interacting aside from the first time i don't know i think it's just implied that they talk about it off camera so we Maybe. don't get spoiled but that would work better if the plan was good yeah can i ask you did you did you have subtitles for the start no but it's kind of understandable it's, yeah no saying. you can understand it i was going to say i think it was interesting because for the first 10 or 15 minutes of the episode, it may as well be a silent episode. The only dialogue we do get is Ferengi, and obviously mm-hmm. everyone in the crew is knocked out, and Trip has no one to talk to. I think that was a really interesting choice. I really liked that. Yeah. I li- I would like that to happen more. Trip have no one to talk to in his underwear? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I meant I would like to have more native alien languages be the only language spoken. I think that would be cool. It would be cool. And more trip in his underwear. Obviously. I'm kind of upset that he was wearing his shirt. Like, don't you have cream to put on your chest? I mean, yeah, in previous decon scenes, they haven't worn a vest, right? Yeah, he was more clothed when he was alone than when he was with the ball. Like, he was wearing the women's uniform for decon. Yeah, it was weird. Do you think he's still wearing that because he still has nipples from his pregnancy? <laughs> maybe, yeah. All maybe over his those. body? Yeah. <laughs> Multiple nipples. <laughs> so, 
I, I don't have a lot of notes on this episode, to be honest. I enjoyed it more than the last one, but I don't have a lot of notes on it. So I think that if I don't like an episode, I try to justify why. Yeah. Like in the other one, the previous one, I didn't like it because the science didn't work out in my head. And I didn't like it because they're hunting and guns and weed and the alien and to Paul burning the captain with, you wouldn't do that if it was a man. But in this episode, because I did enjoy it, and obviously I was busy looking, <laughs> looking at my man, mm-hmm. I don't have notes. I like that the first person that he woke up was to Paul, obviously. But it didn't make sense to me that then he tried to wake up Hoshi, like... Yeah. Surely in the chain of command, Hoshi can stay sleeping a little bit longer. And you can go to another commander. Yeah. Or, given the circumstances, you might want to wake up the head of security? Yeah, exactly. Another commander. That was one of my notes, that we literally get an episode where the Enterprise is taken over by an alien race, pirates, who are stealing the ship. And not only does our trigger-happy, gun-enthusiastic head of security not get a line of dialogue, I don't even think he's on screen unconscious at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Which is such a strange choice to make. So... The same way that we talked about how the writers were probably making Reed boring on purpose by giving him only lines about his guns and other people's guns. Hmm. Do you think that they're making who is active in the in the episode also on purpose that it doesn't make sense? I don't think so. My question was very badly phrased, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. No, I think that would be too clever. Right. And I also don't think it's working. No, it's definitely not working. Yeah. But at the moment of sitting down and being like, okay, so what's going to happen in this episode? Someone says aliens invade Enterprise by making them sleep and attacking them when they're asleep. Yeah. Except for one person, and that person is going to save everybody and wake up the rest. Okay, that's great. That's a good episode. That is great. Yeah. However, do you think then that they're like, okay, so who's going to be the one that was awake? And they're like, let's just make it trip. Okay. And why is he awake while the rest of them are not? Um. Well, if everybody's going to be asleep by gas... Obviously, he needs to be isolated. So let's make him like he was coming back from a mission and he was in decon. Great. Great. So n- he's naked then. Yeah, of course. Great. Okay, so who's he going to wake up? Well, he has to wake up the captain, of course. Of course, of course. That makes sense. And then let's just, for plot convenience, say that he has another another shot of whatever woke the captain up. Who's he gonna wake up? The ball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Question mark? Um, Like, it makes sense that the ball is awoken. Yeah. 
But it doesn't make sense that Reed isn't. At what point are they like, mm, but not Reed? Yeah, I don't know. Because, Do you think like, they I... write them in order? Do you think last week's episode was written just before this one and they were like, no, because Reed was just sent to the last mission, so he shouldn't... Because so was Strip and T'Pol and Hoshi and the captain. Like, and that Mayweather's done fuck all for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, is he on Is he on holiday? Where is he? Where is he? I, I don't know. It was really weird. Um, I guess I can kind of understand it in the logic of the episode. Like, T'Pol is in the room where he finds the hyperspray and she's next in command. So I get that. Yeah, like that makes sense. In that situation, I think you actually want someone with a logical mind, you know. No, no, for sure. Like, that's why I said, like, okay, makes sense that Trip wants the ball awake. But why Hoshi next? Yeah, your next person should definitely be Reed. Unless maybe, maybe Reed's in a different room. We don't, we literally don't see Reed. So we don't even know what room he's in. Presumably he is on a different room, but I would take the hypo spray. Yeah. And wait until I found him. Like, I wouldn't be waking everybody up. Yeah, and just have a line of dialogue that's like, we should go get Reed. Or the doctor. I would wake the doctor. So he could give me more spray. Yeah, it's very strange. I've just remembered, sorry, because I'll forget. The reason that he had the vest on when he didn't in previous decon, I presume it is a deliberate nod to Die Hard, which famously Bruce Willis wears a vest. Oh, okay. Did you spot Star Trek alumni famous cast member Jeffrey Combs? He's in this episode. What? Is he? <laughs> yeah. So he also plays the Ferengi who's looking after the captain, who's guarding Captain Krem. Oh. Yeah, same actor. Oh, well, that is interesting. He plays that uh, that creepy Ferengi very well. Yes. Honestly, my only note is that the whole thing with T'Pol is weird. Yep. Like the scene on the cargo bay thing on their ship is very... Ugh. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, whenever the episode finished and he was in charge of his ship, I thought, surely it's not the same guy and I'm just mixing them up because you shouldn't be given that guy that was so creepy and so slimy captaincy of a ship. Like, that's rewarding his creepy behavior. But it was. It was him. It was. Yeah. Yes. And they indeed rewarded creepy behavior, which made me like the Farangi even less. Farangi? Farangi. The Farangi. One Farangi, two Farangi. <laughs> I like what you did there. It's nice. I think we could try and try and start it. <laughs> it's just written the same, but with two eyes. Yeah. For one guy. It's it's a weird resolution because obviously at this point in the chronology there is no federation, so they can't arrest the Ferengi or send them off to some authority. They basically have to say, "Don't come near us again. We'll let you go this time and take all our shit back." Yeah. So. They kind of do have to leave one of them in charge. I mean, I get why it's him, but I'm not happy about it either. Yeah, it definitely is. It's not necessarily rewarding his creepiness, but it's giving him a reward and not acknowledging his creepiness. Yeah, exactly. It's not making him accountable for it. 
And what I will say as well is that I don't know how much of the Ferengi you've seen, but they are all creepy. And the more you see of them, the, the less you will like them. Great. I'm looking forward to this conversation in 20 years when we get to Exactly. Yeah, because you, you are going to have things to say. Let's just say that. Um, and I'm not, I, I really, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and I would love to hear what they, they are now, but that would involve me spoiling it. And I absolutely do not want to do that. Do you know or remember if they're on Star Trek Discovery? Well, I don't think so, because I think, I'm not sure, but I think you said you remember them on Star Trek Discovery, but I don't. No, the Andorians were on Star Trek Oh, Discovery. that was the Andorians. Oh, apologies. I don't remember them on Discovery. No, I don't think they're in Discovery. Maybe they were at the same time that the Andorians were, but I don't recall. Maybe. Um, but I think the next time we'll see them is uh, TNG. So I have loads of time to prepare for the cringy and creepiness. Um, I did like the reference to the Menk. I don't know if you caught that. No. But when? I can't remember. It was in this episode. The Ferengi were talking to each other and they meant... Oh, it was when the head Ferengi captain was ordering Krem around, who was looking after Archer. and mm. Or maybe it was one of the others, but they said, Do I look like a Mink to you? Oh, yeah, I think I heard that. Because in that episode, that race also mentioned that the Ferengi were one of the warp species that they'd been in touch with oh that's good that's a good easter egg yeah well, not easter egg an egg it's not hidden yes yeah. <laughs> right, right there in front of us <laughs> um and is there anything else about this episode you liked um no okay i mean <laughs> <laughs> um uh, like i like the episode yeah i like the premise again i would like more alien languages as the main language of the episode yeah. for a little bit i think that was very interesting i like that trip was the protagonist of the episode obviously but other than that like i i enjoyed the episode i would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't the ferengi the ferengi yeah oh yes one last thing that i wanted to comment so when Trip wakes up to Paul, and he goes to wake up Hoshi, yeah, and she stares at him, and he's like, "Just because a guy's in his underwear, you think the worst." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what was she thinking? Yeah. Like you just woke up from being knocked out. I was gonna say what would you think, but I know what you would think if you were woken up in a strange room by Trip in his underwear. <laughs> no, it would depend. Like if it was just him and me, mm. red flag. <laughs> Why? What are we doing here? <laughs> but she's a logical being, so my reaction would be to be like, What the fuck happened? Last time I was awake I wasn't here. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, I look around and I see every one of my crewmates passed out on the floor. And I see Trip trying to wake up someone. My head would not be in the gutter. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is there to be in the gutter for in that moment when you woke up from being in another place? Like, if you, you're in your science, uh, your science desk, whatever. Science desk. <laughs> Get one on Amazon today. 
scientist. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're in a cargo bay. Obviously, something happened. Maybe, maybe Trip wants or wishes that her mind was in the gutter. No, because it was. It was, you can see. Her mind was in the gutter. Okay. It's unfortunate because we can't, being a podcast, we can't put out a, a picture of her. We can't display a picture of her look or her stare. We can tweet it. We can tweet it. We can tweet it. I'll make a note. This will be one of our teases. We can put this as one of our teases. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just this bit where we're talking about this will be one of our teases. <laughs> yeah. This is a meta tease. Yeah. I thought you were that's not where I thought you were going though because because I also liked a scene leading from that but it wasn't that scene it was when obviously she has to pretend to be unconscious again and an archer is like <laughs> giving out about her and it, they call back oh. to the end of the episode when she has to uncuff him and she's like not that interesting no sense of humor always complaining <laughs> and he's like oh shit <laughs> yeah I think I think they tried to make that scene display some level of chemistry. Oh, really? Okay. Again, I think they tried. Yeah. I don't think it worked. I think it was just a funny, you know, yeah. because he said that she doesn't have a sense of humor. So it's like, I don't, bitch, I'll show you. But I think that they also were trying kind of to... Make it a bit flirtatious. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm reading too much into it because she did have her mind in, in the gutter for why Trip was naked, and she she definitely stared. Um, how did you feel? I wanted we see Trip get in a in a fight with one of the Ferengi, and uh, we we learn that he's a biter. Yep. Any any thoughts or comments? My head's in the gutter. <laughs> our, our cameras are turned off, unfortunately. But I can imagine the face. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, you know, we all have our things. And mm. sometimes we bite. And sometimes uh, we get bitten. Mm. And, and sometimes it's it. trip. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes it's trip, and sometimes it's a trip again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, my only other notes on this episode was that I liked the Ferengi's whip. It was a very cool whip. His, like, electric one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, and then the very, very random note. Mayweather's chair just looks very uncomfortable. Because it moves side to side, but not forward and back, which would annoy me. Because I will, I like to stretch out my legs. But I like also, to, I like, I like to be like right up against the table. Yeah. Okay. If you if you make me sit back, my back is going to hurt. I am not gonna be able to read correctly. My eyes are gonna hurt. Then I'm gonna get a headache. Yeah, that's fair. I can understand that. Whereas I like to be relaxed, slouched back. If I'm typing, like, to have my arms at, like, full stretch, like, straight out. Damn, you're a psychopath. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I also just appreciated that they, well, not appreciated, but I thought it was odd that they went for that chair ahead of the captain's chair. But, I mean, I'd be going straight for the captain's chair. If they're taking chairs, I'd be going straight for the captain's chair. Yeah. I don't know what the point of them getting the chair was also. Like, just get anything else. 
I, I really want to know what the what's the black market price for chairs. <laughs> uh, the Farangi planet doesn't have chairs, so they're very like valuable. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. And then my like my final note then is just I, and I don't know if they intended this to be like funny or if because they didn't suppose they didn't call it out, but when the when to Paul, which I really liked, actually manipulated the Ferengi into fighting with each other by planting the scanners in the bag, and they're fighting with each other, and the captain says to the other one, "Are you calling me a thief?" <laughs> it's like you're literally stealing from the ship that's what you're doing <laughs> yeah like yes you are you are a thief we are all a thief but you are a thief to your people and that is thief square so anything else to add about this episode no okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, I, I would just no i just want i just want to say that while i'm excited for you to see more Ferengi, knowing that you'll hate them. Okay. I'm very glad that I'm very glad in a way that we do have to wait for so long to see them because I also hate them and I'm not looking forward to seeing those episodes again. So basically you want my suffering, but not if that means that you have to suffer too. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. It's like it's a fifty fifty, really excited for your suffering, but also very conscious that I will also have to suffer with you. Anyway, um, anyway, let's finish this episode up. I mean, unless you want to add anything else. Yeah, no, go ahead. I, I, don't have <laughs> I don't have anything else to add. It was a perfectly fine episode. I enjoyed it. This is going to be a really short episode. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> so short. But I genuinely, I like, okay, like, okay, I, maybe we, I don't know. So what happened in the episode? The Ferengi come on board. Everyone's unconscious. They wake up Archer. Hang on. No. Okay. Hang on. No. Actually, I do. I do want to talk about this. Okay. Oh, my God. I do. No, no, I do. No, the plan. Okay. Their plan to catch the Ferengi. I I genuinely don't know when they come up with this plan. So, Trip comes to Archer when Archer sends Prem off. Okay. And that conversation ends with Archer saying, I have a plan, but you're going to need some help. Trip then goes to, to to wake to Paul. I think okay, so I think I think not sorry to cut you off, but I think that fade to black is when they discuss the plan. So like No, but he's I mean, left. Like, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes he did, but no he didn't. He didn't Listen, I don't know. I don't know the logistics of when they talked about the maybe they're such good friends that they're telepathic. I just don't think it makes sense. No, I don't think it makes sense because Trip then goes to wake to Paul, and then yeah. from there, Trip gets caught in the room, or he gets chased in the room, presumably on purpose. I can't remember. Was that done on purpose? He gets caught, or they see there's another one alive. I don't know because we don't know when they discuss the plan. Yeah, but then here's another thing. Okay, actually, there is there's more things. One of them is to do with the plan. So the plan is Trip leads them to this room, and to Paul's waiting behind the door. Yeah. The last we saw to Paul was when she was seducing the guy to get the key. Yeah. So the way that was cut, the way that was edited and shown, I kind of assumed that those things were happening simultaneously. So it really surprised me when to Paul showed up behind the door because she couldn't have been there long. 
how long was she there? Did she literally just arrive in time before them? I don't know. Like, I felt the plan was not explained properly to the audience. That's all I'm saying. Listen, it's plot devices, mm. plot conveniency, and not so much making the plot make sense. Okay. I, I just think... That is my opinion. I, I, I mean, I agree, but I think if you're going to have a plot, it should probably make sense. Yeah. Should probably being the key words here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, I think I am done now, though. Very light and fluffy episode. Not worth thinking too hard about. Yeah. It's just there to, I guess, introduce another alien species. Yeah. And we got to see Porthos. Baby Porthos! Oh, he's so cute! I did like the... Look at the size of its ears. Because obviously, I guess, for them, the size of their ears is important. Well, it, it is in Frankie culture, but yeah. All, all in all, uh, uh, a solid episode. Five out of ten. Uh, more enjoyable than last week's, even if we have less to say on it. That's a good thing. Yeah. I think that is going to be a thing with us. If we enjoy it, we're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. If we hate it or if we don't like it, it's like, why did they have to do this? <laughs> Unless it was like something like Dear Doctor, which we both, I think, enjoyed. But that had a lot of thematic stuff that we could actually talk yeah. about. Whereas this doesn't really. Yeah, exactly. In that episode, we went on several tangents. I don't know. I don't remember how many made it into the episode because I remember that you cut a lot of shit. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good episode and it had a lot to be talked about. But in this episode, it was just okay. It was fun and whatever. And But it didn't have like an underlying topic to talk about. There was no like moral dilemma. Exactly. Yeah, more, more Mayweather, though. I still would like more Mayweather. I think we're due a Mayweather episode. I'm having faith that the next episode has him. Please. Would that be faith faith of the heart you're having? Um, I'm having faith of the heart, yeah. <laughs> still skip it every time, by the way. Just just update our listeners. I'm still skipping that every yeah, single time. Yeah, of course. You don't have any joy in your life. I, act- I, I would argue that I actually have more joy for skipping that song. <laughs> mm-hmm, whatever. So. I'm done. Okay. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode, Acquisition. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll be back next week with Oasis. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at podmeupscotty. And email us if you want at podmeupscotty at gmail.com. You can tell us your favorite color. You can tell us if you're a real life trip talker. Yeah, you can tell us so many things. Just email us. Okay, thank you. Um, bye. Bye bye. Scotty, come in. Ready to beam up. Beam us up home. Yeah, I like to leave my breasts on the table. Okay. <laughs>